last time on Dice Funk. Because I like drag. I think drag's wonderful, but I'm also aware I could... I'm, I'm not doing a good start with getting drag as a friend. <laughs> Theoretically, if you no longer needed it, could I have your body? In the same way I'm an organ donor? <laughs> <laughs> Some would say smuggling? There's a point in my teens where I, uh, all I really did was just fly illicit substances from point A to point B. It's not, it's not a bad way to see the universe. You get to do a lot of traveling, at least. Delivering this, if you find yourself near Pell 3, that would be most helpful for all of our friends. Do we know our captain's taking on other jobs, for example? You're gonna take it all, man? Our bosses are gonna kill us. Do you know who we work for? Who do you work for? We work for the Caravellas, man. So he's just getting a big-ass shield made. Ooh. It has retractable flaps that come out and extend into a full um, a full shield. Otherwise, it's just like an armband on his forearm. But it's like a penguin. Are you implying that TSR published a book with a picture of a penguin and said it was an alien? I, I saw it. I, I swear I saw it. And then I ate my entire ass. We at the Gabriel Corporation have all kinds of explodey stuff. We have anything you need. We'll get it sent to your ship right away. What do you need? But, um, listen, if you ever need anything, hit me up. Here's my card. And you see below you 100 more to ask. And Olivia is going to hand drag sort of like a small, I mean, it's not like an envelope, I assume. Well, maybe close to like a USB kind of thing, but uh, it's sealed. I have feeling bad luck coming for all of us soon. When I saw one to ask, going to ask if the fact there's only one of them makes it a cryptid. Nope, definitely not a cryptid. in that new Starlink game has got a pretty good butt. <laughs> like, he's got a good butt. Have you gotten any requests for a Deathclaw butt? I've not had any Deathclaw requests. I've had a lot of furry butt requests. Isabel from Animal Crossing is a popular Leave one. Leave her out of this, she's pure. The, everyone wants that Isabel butt. <laughs> but the Deathclaw is the greatest of furries. He's like four different furries in one. That's what I'm saying. It's untapped potential, right? Like everybody knows, like the sexy video game characters. Like they put you put Laura Craft, Lara Croft on like video game magazine covers and mm. stuff. She's like a symbol everyone knows. But has anyone wanted to fuck King K. Rule? Uh, you you know what? Yes. You know what? But like I I think has untapped potential. The uh the puker from uh from from Dead Dead Space Two. The sort of like. Two people sort of fused at the waist together, like that's that's like more than one butt in one body, because that's like new butt possibilities. I'm just impressed you remember one of the specific Dead Space enemy names. Like I know they're all very cool, but I, a gun to my head could not tell you one of them. I only know the name of the puker because of its interesting butt. Like otherwise, I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Chris, Chris has been looking at Ghost Dick this week. <laughs> I I also found sexy death claws. Yeah, Chris just sent us a sexy death claw, which oh, I didn't know oh. I needed in my life, but I do feel a little bit lighter. Bowsette so. is out of here. Sexy <laughs> death claw, that's it. 
Um, so it's funny you guys mentioned death claws because if you think about it, a Tarrasque is kind of just a big death claw, right? Oh, it's a hundred percent. I actually didn't realize they looked exactly the same. I kept thinking that a Tarrasque looked like a, a big old uh, what, what's the final evolution of the turtle Pokemon from Gen Blastoise? Four? Blastoise? Oh, no, from four. The good one. <laughs> okay, are we gonna have uh, a fight? <laughs> Turtwigs evolved form. Yeah, yeah, that thing. Torterra, I think it is. Yeah. I always thought it looked like that, like a really big four-legged thing with like a mountain on its back and stuff. It's it's like the 2001 Godzilla on all fours. Yeah, it's like Godzilla fucked a tank. Hot. <laughs> we call that the episode? <laughs> <laughs> Stop recording. Let's start episode two now. We're done. We nailed it. Oh, gosh. So, yeah, speaking of sexy and butts and all that, Laura, did you want to tell the audience about your thing? Because we we stopped introducing ourselves at the beginning, but there's stuff to talk about in regards to us before we start actually talking about RPG stuff. Yeah, I've got a thing that I'm promoting everywhere because, like, it's a weird thing that I, I'm amazed is happening. I'm doing I'm doing a book. It's called Things I Learned from Mario's Butt, and it's, it's a 40,000-word <laughs> illustrated coffee table book of video game character butt reviews that has, like, a bunch of cool people involved. Like... I got people like Justin McElroy to agree to review butts for me, and then I'm going to do illustrations of those butts, and it's going to be great. So check out things I learned from Mario's butt on Unbound, because, like, I need the monies to pay the artist to make this beautiful thing a creation that exists. I just want to hear about that ghost dick. Tell me about that ghost dick. That's the sequel book. I got to do a book about ghost dicks next. That's not going to have any meaning for the audience because they didn't hear us talking about ghost dick before the recording because that's Chris's Chris. thing to plug. Chris, do you want to plug your please, show? Please plug the ghost dick. <laughs> yeah, listen to Weekly Manga Recap this week where I took a Halloween recommendation, didn't find out until started reading it that it was actually a porno, that there is a lot of, a lot of sex in it. And, uh... It's not as funny as I thought. It gets kind of real after a little bit, so... Uh-oh. <laughs> it's going to be one of those episodes. Oh, dear. Also, I couldn't hurt. Conrad, tell us about your thing. You have a new thing. Uh, I, I do have a new thing. Well, I have a couple new things. I've got uh, a new uh, audiobook that I just recorded and Ooh. just came out called H Plus Incorporated, which is uh, written by Gary Dijon, and it's a cool uh kind of cyberpunky near future transhumanist story it's it's interesting and and i'm really uh glad to be a part of it and then uh i also do a podcast uh about bojack horseman called of horse and we're <laughs> about to put out our fourth episode of that i think and it's just starting to get like the show's just starting to get really interesting as we go episode to episode so it's a good time to get into it if uh if you like bojack or or want to watch BoJack, you can watch it along with us. All my friends are so talented. I'm so proud of you. Oh, for- there's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot. I do have one other thing to promo. Um, my, my memoir is coming out in July 2019, and it's starting to show up on Amazon in some countries. So if you look up Uncomfortable Labels by Laura Dale on Amazon, you might see a book show up that you can pre-order. such a great title. Yeah, I, I fucking love that title. The cover art I'm really happy with, so that's that's the other thing. I do too many books right now. More talent than one podcast can handle. Plus Lauren. Plus Lauren. <laughs> it's fine. The the Tarrasque is going to kill us all. It won't matter in a minute. <laughs> oh, that's such a good transition. Um, so last we left this adventure, uh, the bastards landed on the planet Hypatia which is a nature preserve for megafauna. 
Um, you guys know where you need to land the ship, and you're going to have to leave it behind because most of this planet is a no-fly zone. Because there are so many endangered and delicate species here, you don't want to start, you know, sucking up rare birds into your engines or disturbing uh, fragile uh, creatures that are, don't have any contact with machines that fly through the air and make loud noises. Uh, you have to leave it at a designated park ranger station and hoof it to where the poachers were sighted. Excuse me, Talon it. <laughs> Is the ranger station very far away from the infinite Tarasks that we saw? Uh, actually, it's right next door. That seems like poor planning on the park's fault. Park's part. Uh, if you if you will look at the roll 20, you will in fact see that the Tarask icon is still there because you guys land at the ranger station, which is a pretty simple building. It's just basically like a big fire watch tower. And no one's there. Uh, the rangers are probably out on patrol. It's not strange at all. Um, the few that live here patrol like most of the day and they come back to like eat and sleep at the station. But that's it. So you weren't expecting them to meet you. Um, and all around you, there are different biomes for the different animals that are here. One of them just happens to be the Tarask. And it is between you and where you need to go. Okay. Uh, would it be Would it be like a nature check or something to find out like... Tarasks, do they actually perceive us as anything they're even going to pay attention to, or are we just like fucking insects that we can just quietly walk past them and they're not going to give a shit? Yeah, you should nature check if you would like to survive to the end of this episode. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Nature. (laughs) Now, when you say no fly zone. Now, when you say want to survive. (laughs) Now, when you say roll. It's 2018. We're all thinking about not rolling to survive. Uh, 18. Seven. Oh, do I have to? 14. We probably did fine. Just don't botch. He's going botch. Oh, okay. Is that is that all it's going to... Because I just had all those crits last round. <laughs> that's called foreshadowing. <laughs> uh, no, that's a six. Uh, we got two... We got a 14 and an 18. So you guys pass. 10 was the DC. Uh, right. The Tarasker, ter- of course, very, very famous. Um, if you look at any source book for like 99.9% of D&D's history, you will find them say things like, there is only one Tarask in the Forgotten Realms. There is only one Tarask in Dragonlance. There is only one Tarask in Mistara, or however you pronounce that thing. That's because there is usually only one Tarask in any given universe. Uh, setting is what they're called, like, but that's a publishing term. Um, the thing is, in the Spelljammer book... Practical planetology, it is posited that actually each of these was deposited from the Tarasks' home planet, where they are abundant and actually slightly different. Uh, the main difference is uh, they do not do the thing they're famous for, which is sleeping for uh, untold eons and then waking and destroying all of civilization before going back to slumber for more eons. Um, on their home planet, they eat these like lizards that is their primary food source and whatever uh, this is me now whatever chemistry they require from that whatever enzyme let's say they need in their diet to make them not do that uh is abundant in these lizards and they are fine they're just normal animals in their natural habitat do we know if there's those lizards here oh tons you know how anteaters are to ants it's like that they're just okay the chock block with these special lizards all throughout this Tarask okay. valley, valley. This place was specially crafted to house Tarasks. 
Okay, so we don't want to be mistaken for a lizard, but otherwise we're cool? Yeah, these things, and once again, it's basically like, what if a Tyrannosaurus was the most, <laughs> could reflect magic back at you? Um, they are all throughout this valley that you need to walk through to go to where the poachers are sighted. And there's 101 <laughs> Tarasks, Disney's 101 <laughs> Tarasks. Um, but as far as they are concerned, you are not food. So. Yep. Oh, okay. Awesome for us. So we can high five them and stuff. I feel like it's important that like, no matter what we do, we shouldn't accidentally get lizard guts on us. But otherwise, that that's pretty okay. I like that idea. Thank you. Uh, again, about the no-fly zone, is that ships or is that do wings count? I can't tell if you're joking. No-fly zone's a real term. It's not. Like, it's not something I made up. No, you're fine. What? I don't know. Well, I don't know what what wing flying counts as. You're fine. You're not a jet plane. You don't know. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, Sa- Sasha doesn't want the uh, the rules lawyers being like, "Oh, but you flew and it said the words no fly. Exactly, thank you. I'm sure I'll think of a terrible consequence for it, but no, it does not violate the park's rules against flying aircraft inside the habitats. Okay. okay. I can be an aircraft if I wanted to. I believe in you. Um, so you guys land at the Snallygaster. I assume you're going to leave uh, Courage and Objectivist behind? Yeah, I don't, I don't want my little baby boy to get eaten. He probably does not want that either. That's good parenting for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. We've got to have them to look after the ship to make sure that no one kicks the door in and destroys it because there were no traps. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, yep, you see Courage takes out the, the cylinder out of one of his dog mouths and he holds it in his hand and he pushes a button on the side of it and it telescopes out in both directions and it is a graph- graphene spear, a double-sided oh. graphene spear. He's like Darth Maul. Yes, but it a is. dog. He, he's dar- he's a Darth Maul dog. Dog Maul. Darth Maul. Darth Maul. <laughs> Everybody. Darth Maul thinks. <laughs> okay. Do you guys want to start the adventure? Yeah, let's go find those poachers. I guess. All right. So you need to travel through the the Valley of Tarask. Then you need to follow a river to a lake where poachers are sighted. So that's that's what you guys are here to do. Okay. Do we need to roll like a survival check? We do that. Check to follow the map and not get like dropped into lizard gut lake. Yeah, it couldn't hurt. Sixteen. I say that as though. Uh oh. <laughs> ah, botch. <laughs> Oops, that's two. Ten. Uh, crit. Twenty. Oh no! <laughs> can the crit and the botch uh, cancel each other out, please? Oh my lord! You guys have to make everything so complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so actually half the party passed, so you guys do p- pass collectively. Let's think of some fun consequences for Drake doing so very well and Leah Meyer were doing not so well, though. So you guys enter the Valley of the Tarask, and this place, which was specially crafted for them, is rocky and craggy. It's very deep. Like, these monsters are, you know, godzilla size, but they can't just crawl out. They're, they are kind of trapped here by design. And all around you skitters these super numerous lizards they're just everywhere and they're actually pretty big compared to you uh to tarask it's more like you know those giant whales that only feed on krill where they're just scooping them up by the mouthful and just digging them out of the the baleen whales yeah uh but to you it's like oh it's still it's big for a lizard it's you know you have to kind of run out of the way but these guys are just going nuts and it's like anteaters crushed crushing through mounds looking for ants so that's kind of the behavior they're milling around they're grazing um, a couple sniff at you. Um, 
Leomira, you botched. So as you guys begin making your way through there, you do get the attention of one. So it just kind of turns and looks at you and gives you a sniff. And it's, it's. I can't just overemphasize how much they are huge. It's so big. They're very, very big. And this is where Dregs uh, saves me. Mm, I don't know. What do you do? So Trask starts sniffing you. What do you do? Uh, Nature check. Do these things like to be pet? That'd be animal handling. Animal handling. Do I... What is what is animal handling? Okay, I have a plus in that. That's okay. <laughs> Five. I know very little about these lizards. No. Um, so, for that was, was that for the... Do the lizards like to be pet or the Tarrasque? Do lizards like to be pet? Okay, so you don't know, and you start walking over, and you try to pet one, and it freaks out and runs uh, away from you and it's, you start a little lizard stampede and you get, knocked to, you get knocked to the ground as lizards go skittering and it draws the attention of a couple more Tarrasque who come over to see what's going on. Look, yummy lizards, they're not where we are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ho- hopefully they, they're more interested in the food than us. No? I don't know. What do you guys do? I want to roll animal handling to see if they like me. Can I leave? <laughs> I rolled a six. They don't like me at all. <laughs> nope. Uh, should, should we all just roll it to see if we're collectively hated by the Trasks? <laughs> I mean, so now the, everyone's rolling two. 19. Okay, so what are you rolling for? They both rolled to pet the lizards. What are you trying uh, to do? Uh, I want to animal handling the Tarrasque. <laughs> okay, so Leah Myra, you rolled a five. You started the lizard stampede. Sasha, you rolled a six. You were knocked down by the lizards. They're failing miserably. Drag, I assume, oh, just... So I assume Dreg just keep, keeps walking. He just walks with his, you know, just straight ahead. He doesn't, he, like, he has blinders oh, on. He, well, he would have been taking up the rear. Okay. Because, so he would have to see all of this going on. Uh, and opening up the uh, graphene shield that he acquired very conveniently in the prior downtime, he's going to position himself on the other side of uh, the party so that the lizards that are stampeding past will hit the shield and he can deflect them in the direction and clear a path. All right. A good use of your crit is to defend your friends from the lizard stampede they started. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Dr. Adler, you rolled a 19 to pet the Tarrasque. Uh, you know, like, okay, so they're really, really big. Have you ever had one of those moments where you're just kind of like watching like a bug and you're just like, for a moment, you're kind of like in a Nirvana Zen because you're like, look at this thing. I don't even know what it's, it doesn't even think. Whatever. Who cares? Look at it. It's going a bad day. And then you just head off in your different directions, kind of like the end of the latest Fast and the Furious. Like you go off in your different directions. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping happens here. Like the Trask is like, well, I don't know what this thing is. Look at it. It's pretty cool. Whatever. But eh, it's not bothering me. Time to go about my day feeling a little bit more refreshed. Do you want to really evoke a thing that where one of the two people involved died? <laughs> that seems ill ill conceived. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think it through all the way. Alright, so with with a nineteen, uh, you do not get the twenty to get exactly what you want, but you get mostly what you want, which is you do not escalate this, you do not get chomped in half, and the Tarask uh is interested in you in a mostly benevolent way. It leans down, it look looks at you and it determines you are not a lizard, and then it kind of takes one of its big meaty claws which is not tiny like a t-rex's arm they have fully like articulate like their their posture is bent over in a way that they they could almost run like gorillas if they so chose and it scoops you up in its claw whoa just just dr adler 
Yeah, just Dr. Adler. He just wants to get a closer look at you. Marvelous. <laughs> Smooch it! <laughs> so the, the picture of the Tarrasque I actually have in the Roll 20 right now is holding a horse in one of its hands, if you can't see that. Um, so you are... You are oh, God. <laughs> He's murdering that horse. I, it could be. <laughs> it could be like when <laughs> sometimes you just got to pick up a pet, you know, like when the cats hate it and you get right under their little arms and you're just like, ooh, uh, my special just gotta boy. get them up because they're being little goblins. Yeah, it's like that. I think that's my headcanon of this Tarrasque holding this horse. Chris, he's like, look at this goblin. Chris, very, very few people ever get the opportunity to kiss a Tarrasque. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the Trask picks you up, Dr. Adler, and kind of brings you up to its eyes, which are on the side of its head, which uh, also speaks to how it's not exactly an apex predator um, in its natural habitat. So it brings you along the side of its head and just kind of looks at you. What do you do? Hmm. What do I do? Guess it. <laughs> You can't be horned for the Tarrasque. I absolutely forbid it. Yes, you can. No, like you never smooch your kitty's heads. You never just grab a cat and smooch it. Okay. Yes, I love to smooch the kitty. I'm trying to think of a way I could have like a cool moment. What did they do in Jurassic Park? Did they ever do anything with the dinosaur to like really like connect with one another besides the raptor on a plane that's at Alan? Um, <laughs> Don't they just like stare into each other's eyes? I'm like, can I can I place my hand on the Tarasque's hand, and it's a moment where we're both like, wow, this universe is so crazy, and then he like gives me a plus seven death sword or something. <laughs> <laughs> you put your hand on him, and you're like, I was in Parks and Rec. Now you have to obey me. <laughs> that's I haven't seen those movies. I assume that's what happens. Uh, yeah, that's about that's about it. Got him. Oh yeah, no, I think I will just have like a moment where. Uh, because uh, for Olivia, this is like a, an incredible like glimpse at what is considered, I guess, one of the pinnacles of like biological evolution. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the Tras necessarily evolved or if it was just magically always awesome, but <laughs> like this is a pretty incredible like creature. So I think she's just a little bit sort of in awe of it. So just sort of like taking a moment to appreciate it. I'm picturing that one vine where someone goes to a bumblebee and just puts their finger near it and goes high five, and the bumblebee gets one of its tiny little uh, antenna, like little legs, and touches the finger, and it's like, yeah, there we go. Uh, that's that's how I'm picturing this. Exactly. We high five. <laughs> okay, so you don't actually need to roll for anything if you're not making any kind of big grand attempts. You just kind of ride this out in the moment and experience it in your present. Yeah. See, this is the difference between you and me, Chris. If I was playing a character whose main like character main descriptor was hipster, I would definitely take a selfie with this thing. Oh shit. Yeah, okay. I gotta take a selfie with it. I <laughs> no no flash, obviously. You gotta think, man. You can't use your head. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm fucking stupid. Also should just be playing my character. <laughs> <laughs> you broke him, Austin. I'm kidding. You can do whatever you want. So how do you how do you how do you resolve this? Uh yeah. I mean, can I guess I get a selfie shot with it, like with the Tarrasque like holding me in the air, so it like gets like a view of like the treetop tree line distance as well too with it. I mean, you're you're in this very long valley, but you can get a beautiful shot of the sky uh, in the background if you want. Then hell's yeah, I'm gonna take that selfie. Sure, why not? Okay, you turned off the flash, right? Because I don't... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would definitely eat you, dude. <laughs> everyone, everyone on social media is going to claim that you just photoshopped yes. this. 
All right, so you take a picture with the Tarrasque, and after it is um, satisfied that you are neither food nor a threat, it kind of lowers you back down. Not all the way. You know, sometimes you can put a cat down from a certain height, and it's probably, I mean, they're fine, but you couldn't do it with, you couldn't do that with a dog, right? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. He kind of lets you drop uh, maybe higher than you're comfortable with. Yeah. Anybody want to do anything as Adler does a couple flips? I mean, I can actually, I can handle that because I can use my biotic powers to create uh, Featherfall and just like biotically drop myself back down. Without using a spell slot? No, I do have to use a spell slot for it, but it's a level one. Uh, as soon as uh, as Dr. Adler gets to the ground, Liam Moira is just going to go, that, that was pretty wonderful. You did miss an opportunity to smooch one of the one of the most fearsome creatures in the world. I think that's a slight missed opportunity. Selfie was a good call, though. I wanted to give you that opportunity so you still have something to chase for, <gasps> Captain. Oh goodness, that! Oh goodness, you are you are a wonderful member of our crew, and I cannot thank you enough for this wondrous opportunity. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha's gonna get up and uh, hug Jag's leg because she's small and say thank you. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> oh no, he's possessed by Tarasque. <laughs> we should go. It, it turns out Drake was a Tarasque baby the entire time. Well, thanks for spoiling the entire season. Um, so you guys continue down this valley. It's going to take a little bit. It's a little bit of a hike. Uh, do you guys talk about anything on the way there? Or do anything? Because now, you, for for now, you guys are fine. They're they're milling around you, and they occasionally look at you, but you're not a threat, and you know, they're not worried. I, I, my big question I have about these poachers we're chasing is, I, mm, you've got to be some kind of, some kind of reckless if you decide that a planet covered in Tarasks is a place that you're going to go to do crimes. That, it feels like an unwise place to be on the wrong side of the law, because I don't know about the rest of you, if I worked in law enforcement on this particular planet, I can't help but feel like one or two people might accidentally vanish to the Tarasque. You know, it's it's just like that kind of place where it's like, oh, oh, you tried to you tried to harm her, 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 her helpless animals. Well, here's a non-helpless animal. Have fun. For the record, the planet is not covered in Tarasques. There are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of biomes dedicated to all kinds of different animals. You guys are just in the Tarasque biome right now. But yeah, it's it's not the planet of the Tarrasque. The poachers, the poachers are near the Tarrasque area, somewhat near it. So, uh, Sasha's into that thing where she like punches her hand menacingly. Mm-hmm. She's gonna be like, "These motherfuckers gonna get it." What are they poaching? We have no idea right now. I'm sure that will become apparent as we get closer. Doesn't matter. Poaching is bad. I think it might matter. Oh, in- indeed. If, like, for example, had they been poaching um, our uh, our squid friends that eat brains, then, you know, that that's an important factor. What they're poaching is always important. Is what they're poaching bigger than us? Ah. Uh, and if so, <laughs> how are they prepared? Just gotta save the animals. We're not gonna know until we get there what we're facing. I, I suspect that our friend Sasha here is very, very, very good at having prepared things we wouldn't have even thought to prepare for. So if it turns out that that we are caught off guard, I'm sure Sasha's got something up her sleeves. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure I got it already done. <laughs> Drake takes a long look at a Tarask and says, 
I just hope that's not what they're poaching. <laughs> it's fine. Sasha, if, if that's what they're poaching, Sasha will get out, I suppose, the the Tarasque... Mecca. The Tarasque lullaby projector or whatnot. You've got one of those, right, Sasha? Sure. I have lots of specific Tarasque gear. <laughs> hey, doctor, how is it in that paw? A glimpse to which I don't believe I shall ever be privy to something so awe-inspiring again. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> Hashtag Tarask buddy. Are you, are you reading out your social media post as you write it? I'm picking out a filter right now, so I have some spare time. Is there Wi-Fi on this planet? Oh no, it's always the Clarendon filter there. <laughs> you weren't there. There's some real, uh, there's some real uh, firepower for, fuck, what's a the, the dog face filter. <laughs> I was trying to think of a filter for Instagram. Are, are you suggesting putting a dog face filter on the terrasque oh, so no one can nose. quite tell it's a terrasque holding you? Yes. That's cute. <laughs> Onward. I'm going to keep going. All right. Yep. On, on we travel. Eat myself right into this park. So as uh, you guys... Ha- <laughs> So as you guys berate Adler for her choice of Instagram filters, uh, you can see up ahead the mouth of the canyon. Uh, so you will exit the Tarrasque biome and continue your adventure. Uh, however, you see there are two, uh, you assume, rivals engaging in some sort of territorial dispute. And they're fighting at the end of this canyon. And it seems like it would be pretty dangerous to try to just walk between them as they stomp and snort and scuffle and uh, just rake their claws against each other's hides and their tails whip the walls of the canyon, leaving huge scars and sending cascades of boulders down on each side of you. Uh, to clarify, is that two rival terras? Correct. Yes. Okay, right, yeah. I didn't even bother naming the lizards. They do have a name, but it's not important, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So this is the season where I have no magic. So those of you that have magic, do you have any way of, like, Leading a bunch of lizards to one spot to like be like, hey, here's food. Stop this fighting, maybe? Um, what magic's your nerds got? Uh, I mean, I don't have magic that can lead stuff places. I have more magic to protect people. I have a lot of offensive. Uh, I was hoping I had some kind of like illusory shit other than illusory script. But I have illusory script because then I could make like a fake lizard. I do have blindness slash deafness, but I, can I roll a check? Do I know if Tarras could just see through blindness? Because I think they can. Um, nature or medicine? They reflect magic, right? Remember, these are Tarrasques in their natural habitat, so forget everything you think you know about them. They're entirely custom. Oh, well, I crit fail. <laughs> so Chris, Chris botched. I crit failed. Oh, I got seven. God. Uh, so y'all are toast. Let me decide how you all die. Hold on. I mean, it didn't didn't occur to anybody that you know what if the spell worked, and now we have this blind Tarask flailing about. <laughs> oh my lord! What flavor of fucked are we, Austin? Uh, mint mocha chip. Um, that's a lot. That's a very busy flavor. Here's, here's the thing. I need I need to know what kind of fucked we are to know whether I need to protect us from this amount of being fucked. That's uh, no. So we, uh, you have to decide before I lock it in. Yeah. I mean, don't, this is pretty fucked. Uh, 
Well, wasn't it wasn't it just a knowledge check? Wasn't it just do I know if Yeah, wasn't it just a knowledge check? Yes, but remember that a failed like check is also the reason Olivia has a crush on courage right now. Like if she's <laughs> oh, no. like, Oh yeah, making them blind makes them fall asleep. I'd <laughs> be like, let's do this shit. Okay, do 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 you all want me to take a drink to to undo uh, this, or do we take the risk? Yeah, I'd go either way. <laughs> do we want to <laughs> die twenty minutes into Jurassic Park? It could be really funny, <laughs> Doctor Adler. The consequences are on you. Do do you do you, do you, you want to take this it, risk? It's your power. I mean, you're the one who's actually taking the ultimate risk by by starting off the chain of drinks. I think we'll be fine. Okay, let's. Let's let's see what happens to the doctor. All right, you botched, Doctor Adler. So you think that they um, mm-hmm. their eyes are not covered by their magic uh, carapace, so they can be blinded. And you think that they probably, since they are foraging in this canyon, if once blinded, they will become docile. And you are you are a hundred percent sure of this. This you don't even need to ask your companions. You got this. <laughs> don't run it past them. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't check with us before you do this. The doctor's in the house. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I want to cast blindness slash deafness on one of the Tarasks, mm-hmm. and I do this full well knowing, out of character, that I'm pretty certain they can see through blinded. <laughs> All right, so you cast blindness. Yeah, so it would have to be well. Here's the thing. It could just pass the saving throw, and I don't know what happens then, but uh, my saving throw would be uh, 14 to beat. It's a Tarask. It's going to beat that, isn't it? I'm thinking about just using DM Fiat to say it works because it's extremely funny. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just double check something real quick. I'm just trying to think. Is there a way for you to survive this massive boner? What? Oh, sorry. It's a constitution saving throw. Oh no, they have to be Which very constitutional. <laughs> they're, they're like mountains. They have to be the most constitutional. Yeah, I could roll like a three and he'd still pass. I'm actually going to say, because you take this guy unaware and because you have so much time to prepare, you're just standing there, that you do this with such precision that he d- I don't need to roll. Uh, this is also a domesticated Tarasket. It's not like it's cu- cousins that are left abandoned on ancient, you know, distant planets and driven insane by the loss of necessary nutrients so you hit this tarask with blind and uh it begins blinking confusedly uh scratching around at the air around its head and then it goes into a frenzy it bowls over its rival turns around slams into the other wall and then begins charging towards you i'm gonna start clapping my hands like problem solved well, now we only have one Tarask to deal with. Let's look on the positive. You're welcome. We have dealt with half of the <laughs> I handled problem. one Tarask. You guys get the other one. I'm going to roll <laughs> athletics to try and pick up Dr. Adler and fly out of the way. And I'm going to perform athletics to try and pick up Lamora and do the same. I rolled a three. I rolled a three. I dropped her. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Come on, drag. Okay. Uh, I think it's... Let me just double check my... I'm just flapping yes. up. Do I got you? Do I got you? No. Oh, God. <laughs> Six. That's no good. Um, mm, how did the party feel about me taking two drinks to reroll both of them? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, screw it. Okay. 
the captain is taking two drinks to re-roll those two rolls to get out the way of a terrasse. Yes. Yeah. Let me let me reset before you guys roll this. Let me just reiterate the scene. One of them was knocked to the ground. It is no longer a factor. He in a he was just bowled over and is uh, slammed into the far side of the wall. And you guys can run past that one. But the blinded one, who is now flipping out because he's never experienced anything like this, is now charging at you like a bull. And the team in your understandable fear begin tripping all over each other uh drag tries to grab sasha can't get a handle on her because she's trying to grab dr adler and you can't lift him because you have no <laughs> core strength at all <laughs> and you have hollow bones so that's where we are you guys are all flipping out trying to help each other and tying yourself in pretzel knots as this terrasque charges you at at this point the captain um shot in each hand chucks him down and goes this thing is a trask. We need to. You need to get your heads in the game. Focus. Go. 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 Oh. <laughs> oh no! Oh, it's gotten worse. Oh no! It's gotten worse. Much yeah, worse. I oh. Mine was two better. I got a five. Well, we both got fives. Uh, uh, mm, What's ha, okay? Ha. So first things first. What happened for the first level of? We'll we'll get there in one yeah, second. Yeah, let's I'm let's try to survive one, first I'm, because a botch is death. Okay, I'm taking one more drink to re-roll Dreg's botch. It's a nine. <laughs> Please, that's a nine. That's it's, better. It's not a botch. You all are gonna we've die. We've had five rolls, and nine is the highest we've had. <laughs> you guys are going to die. Um. Uh, let me look at where I'm at on the exhaustion table quick and decide how I can <laughs> fix this or not yeah. fix this. This is a terrible start to this mission. Indiana Jones voice. We are going to die. I don't know if this is going to help, but I'm going to use prestidigitation to create like a like a shower spark to so make like a tiny explosion. Uh like behind the terrasque away from us. So it'll be like, what was that? And it'll go get it, maybe. All right, roll deception. I rolled an 11. All right, you're going to need something else. We're going to need something else to save all of the party, to save everyone's lives. We need more than an 11, but that's a good start. Do I take drink number four to get, to give Drag one more shot? Uh, I don't know if this is even the right strategy. Yeah. I, I have no idea, but no one else is throwing anything out right now. I'm, I mean, all my stuff that I could do are spells, which I'm pretty sure the Trask will resist now. Like, it's not going to respond to a command from me. It's just not. I'm going to, I want to fly behind it and like flap around and like make a lot of noise. So it'll get it away from everybody who can't fly. All right. Uh, performance. I got a 20. There you go. All right, so you passed uh, your prestidigitation and you passed your distraction plan. I think one more successful addition to this and you guys will avert certain death. So Sasha, you seeing that you guys are not going to be able to coordinate a way to jump out of the way in time, uh, this giant beast bearing down on you, you take to the air and just start shooting sparks all around its head. And it's, it is distracted from its charge, but it is absolutely going to try to rip you out of the air and eat you. So... We need more. Okay, so with with Dreg having failed the uh, the the attempts to help multiple times, yeah, um, even with with um, spirit rerolls, uh, Liam Moira is gonna turn to is is gonna turn to Dreg and 
Dreg, you run that way. I will get this thing out of the way. And uh, Liamoir is going to take a shotgun shot to hopefully confuse with sound even more. This is not shooting the Tarask itself. It's just to create a loud noise to go, oh, there's yet another thing. I don't know what's up. To try and try and convince this, just confuse this thing as to what the heck's going on. All right. Uh, what what uh, check do you think is most appropriate for that? Is it deception because you're tricking it? Is it performance because you're trying to create a certain uh, ambiance for it? What do you think? I I feel like deception is what I'm going for. Like I'm going for there is something there's something da- there's something dangerous happen happening. Just just don't don't mess with this whole situation. All right. Roll deception. Nine. Mm 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 can I try to help by shooting a laser <laughs> alongside it? Sure. Add extra sounds. Is it also deception? Sure. Five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, screw it. I'm doing another re-roll to re-roll my deception. Is there a big rock around here? You're in a valley. There's nothing but rocks. I'm just going to pick up a rock and throw it at the wall to the side of it. This is a similar deception check. My deception went down after a reroll. <laughs> We're gonna die here, Austin. Nineteen. Nineteen's the third success I was looking for. Uh, so with uh, Leah Moira on the ground firing her shotgun on one side, we got Doctor Adler on the other side shooting lasers. We got Dreg throwing rocks, and we got Sasha shooting sparklers. All, everybody pitches in. And in a stunning display of teamwork, you guys managed to bamboozle this blind Tarask long enough for the team to either fly over or slip between the legs of this very confused animal. Run. Thanks for that, Sasha. Well done. Yes. Run. Athletics now? checks to run. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks later. I'm flying. I don't know. You yeah, know. you're fine. You're fine. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, uh, what's my athletics? Uh, okay. I got a six. 21. Oh, boy. A 17. Yeah, 21 and 17 are fine. You guys run out of the valley. With a six, though, uh, Adler, a big lizard blocks your path. It's like a Komodo dragon size. All right. Um, I really don't want to use a spell slot on it. We're just starting this mission. Uh, let me. Can I try animal handling to be like, uh, hey, good lizard, and then like go the other way? <laughs> sure. Hey, good lizard. Ten. Yeah, that's fine. What do you want to do? Tell me. So... I'm gonna like have my hand over here, be like, "Yo, what up, lizard?" And it looks that way, and then I'm gonna do like the the rope a dope, but just get him the other way. And I'm just gonna run past it. <laughs> so you're just gonna Barry Sanders juke this lizard? Yeah, I'm gonna juke <laughs> this lizard. <laughs> do you stiff arm him on your way by? My <laughs> Brendan Jacobs truck him. Actually, I just run straight <laughs> through this lizard, <laughs> trots him over, and just keep going. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, <laughs> this poor lizard uh, goes uh, ass over tea kettle, and you escape from the valley with the rest of the team as this blind Tarasque you left in your wake uh, continues rampaging through, uh, just taking huge claw swipes through the walls and sending rubble everywhere. In defense, it should save from the blindness very soon. It has a very high constitution, I'm sure. <laughs> You have not caused permanent injury to anything. I mean, even if if you had shot him with a tactical nuke, he would have survived. The Tarask is fine, but it is a lot of damage to leave in the wake of people who are here to save the environment. <laughs> I Can I just say my favorite thing about that whole interaction? 
I used three of my 12 rerolls and <laughs> none of them made anything any better. <laughs> oh, most no. most everything got worse. I didn't turn one failure into a success. That's that's the joy of my power. Don't you just love powers that that, that often just make things worse? See, you hear that, kids? You think when you you're drinking, you know, it's making things better, but it's not. It's really just making them worse. Yeah, you 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 drink and you think you can do anything, and actually, you're getting worse at everything. Yep. Don't don't do alcohol, kids. <laughs> All right. So you guys exit the valley and you find yourselves in some kind of scrubland, like low grasses, uh, almost like a savanna kind of environment. Um, you see some rivers in the distance on either side of you. Uh, you know which direction you need to go to. You just keep going straight and eventually you'll hit a river that you need to follow to the lake, which is where you need to be. So you're actually like almost halfway there. You just need to walk across this field and then up a lake. Oh. Uh, and up a and up a river. So we just we we just have to walk across this field. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just just a field. What's the worst that could happen? I wanna roll nature to see if I can find anything cute to pet. Alright. Oh, I got a four. Oh, you got a four, I'm sorry. Oh, there's nothing. It's only gross stuff. Can I uh, write an anger review on Spamazon for the complete god to megafauna that I looked up that I was basing all my information on Tarascon, which has clearly been outdated for hundreds of years, and I would uh, like to request a new copy or my money back. <laughs> it turns out the, the education system cannot afford new books that have up-to-date Tarask information, sorry. That's, that's, that's the education system for you. Well, I found nothing cute. Who's next? Sasha, you begin looking through the grass and just kind of poking around trying to find something, and you feel something bite your finger and skitter away. Was it cute? Probably not. You failed miserably, so you don't know. Is my finger okay? You take three damage. <laughs> Bitch. You did a big chomp. Uh, that means it was probably cute. Liam is gonna just, like, confidently walk into the field. Just like, yep, whatever happens, happens, here we go. Oh. It's just a field! Austin's... Austin's getting rid of tokens. I feel like another one's about to pop up. <laughs> Hold on! <laughs> Busted! <laughs> Austin like that was literally a said what's the worst that could happen. So of course he's not going to be mean to us. I knew there was a reason Roll20 lets you hide DM actions. <laughs> uh, so do you guys talk about anything as you walk across this field? Uh, I do want to actually uh, talk to the captain for a brief moment, kind of like off to the side. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Olivia is going to say, so, Captain, I was wondering if perhaps the next moment we have downtime when we do a, a group decompression, perhaps you could speak to Dreg about attending. I don't want to force anything, but I think even if he doesn't want to come to talk, at least being encouraged to come could be helpful for, like, everybody's sort of benefit. Oh, and... In indeed, I'm. I've been trying to work out exactly what's the best way to do so. Sober. The I. Well, I was gonna say I don't know whether the setting that we tend to do those in is one that he's necessarily going to be eager for. I I I don't know what you think of this suggestion. I was I was wondering if we maybe suggest to him, hey, what do you want to do as an activity? What what would you find a, an enjoyable way to spend your downtime? And we maybe just sort of. Use that as an in to to maybe get him on on better terms, so that we can get him to one of these. It's a possibility. I mean, you're the captain, so it's your call. Is 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 the thing? I think 
I think if we were just going to straight up ask him to come come join us, I I think you've got the best chance in the crew of actually getting him to come along because I know that he and I don't see terribly well, and I'm still I'm still trying to find a good opening to you know spend some time to connect with him. So you're the captain. You can make those decisions, and the crew is to follow. I can try asking him, but above all else, remember that. Being the captain means you can decide things. I suppose. I, yes, I know this is not a good, this is not therapy time. I will say, I, being the tell people, tell tell people what to do in that, outside of the, the heat of battle situation, hasn't come naturally to me. I, I probably do need to remember that that's a thing that I can do and that might help. But yes, I'll... I agree with you of the need to, to try and get him along. I'll I'll work something out. Anything I do to assist, I'd be more than happy to. And then I'm gonna snap a selfie with her. <laughs> um Leah Moira is gonna be making like the best pouty face she can to the camera. I don't know how a hippo mouth makes a pouty face, but like work it out. <laughs> oh, and this is on um Instagoblin? No, there's gotta be a better pun than that. <laughs> I don't know if that even counts as a pun. Instarask. It just sounds like like an instant goblin. I don't know, but it's 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 on my fake Instagram account. I want that to be known. <laughs> so Drake's gonna uh, look to Sasha and uh, and tap his shoulder and put a hand down. I was about to ask if I could if I could land on your shoulder. Aw, oh, I'm gonna do a big sit. You have good eyes. <laughs> yeah, enhance. And then do the goggle thing. <laughs> and I'm actually I'm gonna roll perception and see if I see anything cool. It's free. It's free real estate. All <laughs> 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 oh, right. It's yours, come and claim it. I'm botched. <laughs> we need to stop rolling. <laughs> I get like dirt in my eyes. <laughs> okay, so Sasha, you climb up onto Drag's shoulder and you're looking around and you're doing your uh, iconic enhance movement where you put your hands up to your eyes like they're binoculars and twist them around. Um, and you're like, Drag, I can see so much of this field. I, it's so far. I see the river and I see some. And then all of a sudden the shot rings out <gasps> and, and you get shot in the neck. Oh, oh my God! Somebody help me! Um, all of you, you hear the shot too late because of the distance it carries, and uh, Sasha's head kind of snaps to the side, and you see there is a dart sticking out of her neck. Uh, can I do? I guess uh, a medicine check to see if that dart is coated in anything. Is that a one damage? One damage? Yeah, I would roll medicine if I were you. Your friend just got shot with the dart. Okay. Uh, oh no, how high am I now? We're about to find out. 14. Uh, 14, you definitely know from the look out of it that uh, you know from the look of it that this is a like a manufactured uh, kind of dart. It's not like someone just made one out here in the wilds and it seems to be a tranquilizer dart. Um, you, you have no doubt at all that she's about to get some effects. Okay, so would a tranquilizer count as a poison? Sure would. I say, so... I could use my conduit French, which gives me immunity of disease of poisons, to give it to Sasha instead uh, until a long rest. So I would lose it, but Sasha would gain immunity to diseases and poisons. Oh, thank you. I got you. So I'm okay. Uh, so you're doing that? Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm gonna. I'm going to use my conduit French to transfer 
my immunity disease and poisons to Sasha. All right, so I assume you do some Dragon Ball Z glowing. Yeah, uh, there's there's some there's a bunch of energy balls appear. Uh, the Chaos Emeralds swirl around me. Uh, the Jackie Chan talismans show up, and <laughs> I tra- they all converge together and uh, to a tiny ball that I push into uh, Sasha's forehead. <laughs> okay. Uh, as as soon as this happens, um, Captain Liamoyer is uh, going to take a- uh, take charge and just go. Dreg, shields up. Everyone else behind Dreg. Let's get some tactical positioning while we work out what's going on here. Okay. And Dreg opens up shield, crouches down, and everybody's still going to be able to be behind him at that height. So should have good coverage. At at the very least, like, we want to be behind something solid that is a wall between us and getting tranquilized, at least until we can work out where these poachers are. And that happens to be me, I guess. Like you, you have you have the thing that is the impe- like the tough to penetrate yes. shield. I'm going to cast detect magic in the direction of where the dart came from and see if I can detect anything out there. Uh, do you know the range on detect magic off the top of your head? Let me double check, but I am ninety nine percent sure it is sixty feet. Yeah, that's not going to be enough. No, my spell slot. Um, so you guys all pile up behind Dreg, who uh, what? What's the verb for what your shield does? Expand? Shink? I'm just gonna, it's shinks, right? Shink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it shinks. Yeah, so it has like, it's a buckler on your arm. It's like pretty uh, low key, and then you somehow activate it, and it gets way bigger. Like, it has like flaps, I think you described them as. It yeah. gets much, uh, you know, broader. And you, as you do that, and everyone runs behind you, uh, 14 as another tranquilizer dart is fired at you. Uh, let's see, my armor class is 17, so. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's so much trepidation. I, no, it's very no. Very no. It tinks off the front of your shield easily, and everyone is safe behind your shield. So what do you guys do? I think from you can echolocate. It's coming from uh, the direction you need to go. Um, The captain is going to be on the lookout for any um tracks that might suggest um either where these these presumably the poachers uh are if they came this way and be what type of enemy they might be um would that would that be a survival check to try and look for tracks and try and assess from that way sure would okay so i crit uh 14 for me on survival Okay, yeah, and so the, the ranger is outdone by the strategist. Uh, Sasha. I'm mad, they shot me. I know, uh, you're hopping mad. You're up on your favorite ogre's shoulder, you were scoping, you were doing your iconic enhance, and he shot you, it was extremely rude. Extremely poor taste. Uh, so you're back behind this shield and uh, all your friends who are in, in cover now. And you're looking around. Also, obviously, Captain Melbeck's looking around. And you spy uh, a bunch of tracks um, as you as you kind of progress through this field. All the grass is crushed down around here. Um, and you, Sasha, know exactly what you should do. You should follow these tracks for reasons will become clear to everyone very soon. What kind of tracks are they? Well, if you direct, if you will direct your attention to the roll twenty. Oh, oh, it's cute. <laughs> it's a giant, it's a giant hamster. hamster. <laughs> yes, it's a giant space hamster. <laughs> Perhaps the most famous creature from Spelljammer is the giant hamster. That's its name. 
But it has human hands, though. Yeah, that's its name. It has little human hands. No, it just has little rodent hands. It is. Yeah, they have no, little, those like, are human hands. hands. It is explicitly called Giant Hamster. That is the name of this creature. Fuck. Um, it, I say most famous because it is a joke that is made in Baldur's Gate, the iconic CRPG. Mm-hmm. One of the characters has a, quote, mini giant hamster, which is just a regular hamster <laughs> so it's a joke about spell jammer anyway it is exactly what it sounds like it is a hamster the size of an elephant okay can we progress towards this thing like all in formation with drag at the front shield up um now in the picture there's a little man in front of that hamster can i roll history to see if i know anything about little man <laughs> the little man is for scale oh okay well because if it was just a picture of a hamster it would tell you nothing <laughs> yes that's true the guy looks like he has a little leash holding it. Yeah. See, my my assumption was that the man was just that tiny. Was my first assumption is like, oh, that's a regular hamster and a tiny, <laughs> tiny, tiny man. He's got kind of a dwarf thing going on, so you could be excused for thinking he might, you know, not be human size. It is a dwarf. The lore is, um, while making Spelljammer, someone drew a spaceship and there was like things on the side of it, and someone working says those look like hamster wheels. And the person said, oh, my God, what if these spaceships are powered by giant hamsters running in wheels on the ships? Uh, And so canonically, that exists. And that the person in the picture is like a giant hamster trainer. Oh, that's a dream job right there. Was making it. Were they dropping LSD while they when they created the Spelljammer universe? Of course they were, Chris. (laughs) It was like late. It was late 80s. Fuck. So I shouldn't roll history to see what these big hamsters are about. I mean, you crit, so you I'll tell you whatever you want to know. But the important thing is, all of you cowering behind Dreg's shield in this formation, you guys can you stay in a straight line so the shield blocks you, and you can walk towards... Uh, it's not just one. You guys have stumbled upon oh, no. a herd of giant hamsters. Oh, they're the nature. They're, they're the guys in the thing. I found the cute thing. <laughs> yeah, this is their field. They are searching it for, uh, you know, small, what is to them, small insects, the thing that bits you, and nuts and seeds and various little plant things that hamsters eat. All right, I want to roll animal handling to pet one. Okay, <laughs> Sasha breaks cover to pet an animal. <laughs> 15, 15. <laughs> you tell me. Uh, I just want to pet like a paw. I just want to get a bean. Okay. <laughs> Laura is very adamant that they have human hands. I promise that's just what hamster hands look like. It's yeah, not- it really is. Yeah, they just it- have little fingers. No, I've seen he- I've seen hamster hands before, but the way this is drawn, they have like the number of segments in the in the like the joints on the fingers and the lack of like a sharp claw. It looks like a human hand. Oh, there's some whack art in these books. I'll show. I'll put some stuff in those. <laughs> those, those the you Discord. know what it is? It's probably the leash around the hand makes it look like a shirt has finished just at the wrist, <laughs> and I think that's what's <laughs> making it look like human hands. And then the kibbles falling out of his mouth are like little buttons, like he's wearing a little button down. Exactly. This is why he looks like a human hamster. I don't know. Sasha runs out for behind the shield and starts trying to put clothes on the hamsters <laughs> i mean no i just i just want to graze a bean you know and get back into cover so are we to assume these are the things that the poachers are after of course why wouldn't they be you have no reason to believe that at this time no were we not shot with a dart by something which i assumed was the poachers yeah but from really far away yeah but that doesn't mean that they're poaching the hamsters it just means they saw us near here 
they could be targeting something else and just happen to observe us approaching because we're in this big wide open fucking field and I'm nine and a half feet tall. <laughs> yeah, that is that. And then four feet on your shoulder. Right. Um, so yeah, every, every once in a while another shot rings out and something tinks off the front of Dreg's shield, but you guys are in, in great cover as you cower here and Sasha you know, reaches over and tentatively touches a little hamster paw. Uh, the hamsters aren't thrilled about this. They, they kind of look nervous as you know, prey animals sometimes do, uh, but none of them have been hurt or anything, so they're just kind of milling around. It's okay, little babies. How does Objectivus's communication work? Does he need to know who he's talking to, or can he communicate with literally anyone in the universe at any time? I left my sweet baby son on the ship. Uh, as the conduit of communication, he has kind of a radio ability. So there is a range. It's not anywhere in the universe. It's not the spell sending, uh, but it is um, a powerful effect. I wonder if he misses me, my son. <laughs> I guess we just keep going forward. Yeah. Now you can just run these assholes over with the shield and just squish them. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, here's the thing. It, it, you know, we can use them as cover to a certain extent because, you know, they're very large and no, they're going to be kind of low to the ground. What's the worst that's going to happen? They're going to get tranquilized and they're going to sleep and then they're immobile cover. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. We've already got a good defensive solution. Using these as cover as well doesn't seem like a bad additional thing to do. Plus, every hamster I hide behind, I can pet. Exactly. Just to check, though, Austin said that they're kind of cool just milling about because they haven't been hit. Do we risk creating another stampede if they start getting shot with tranquilizer bolts? Well, that's true, and they will probably run the opposite direction. And Yeah. Yeah. In in that case, let's stick with with plan. Dreg has a shield that poison doesn't affect shield. All right, Dreg, I'm going to make a couple more attacks on here as you guys walk through the hamster herd. Yep. Six, eleven, botch. Uh oh. Something good happens for us finally. <laughs> finally. <laughs> yes, please, Austin. After punishing us for all those botches, ready to punish yourself. Hmm. The tranquilizer hits the shield and returns exactly back to where it came from and tranquilizes the person <laughs> shooting at us. Wouldn't that Mission be over. Yeah, wouldn't that be sweet? Um, so as you guys are walking through uh, this herd of hamsters and every once in a while a tranquilizer dart hits Dreg's shield, uh, the constant noise draws the attention of some hamsters and more and more of them come over and start trying to like sniff and paw at you guys and see what you're up to. And you soon find yourself enclosed in a unbreakable fuzzy phalanx of uh huge hamster bodies these once again the size of elephants all around you you have been welcomed into the herd as it were and you guys are in the center of this impenetrable fuzz wall nice that is awesome i mean this sounds ideal campaign over and you also notice that the the gunshots cease whoever's shooting at you does not apparently is it is worried about collateral damage that not a single hamster has been hit and as soon as they enclose around you the firing shoot stops oh I, I was thinking this we were headed towards where the park ranger base is right so maybe these are the park rangers thinking we're the poachers so you landed at the the ranger station but he was not there and you know that that's because he's out on patrol oh. okay that's my impression right now this is the ranger and he thinks we're the poachers or whoever it is thinks we're the poachers oh 
All right, so you guys are enclosed in this fuzzy, uh, perfectly impenetrable shield. It's like the bubble halo shield, uh, and you guys are Master Chief, and the hamsters are... I lost the metaphor. Um, <laughs> energy shields. The hamsters are awesome. That's what the hamsters are. And Sasha, you have a strong connection with the one who you touched, <laughs> because uh, there's uh, I botched and you crit, so you get to decide these things. Um, and you lead... Uh, this herd over towards where the gunshots are coming from or where they were. They've stopped now. And you guys uh, have successfully crossed this field without being tranquilized. Uh, can I yell out from behind a hamster? <laughs> hey, you scrub. Quit shooting at me. A voice calls back to you. What are you doing out here? Don't you know? Uh, we're looking for poachers. What are you doing? Shooting at poachers. No, you're you're shooting at the people trying to help you find the poachers. That's what you're doing. My bad. (laughs) Yes. uh, I see four heavily armed ruffians. I mean, what's a guy supposed to do? I don't know. You did put a a call out for help help to deal with the poachers. We came to help. Several days ago. I just figured you weren't coming. You took so long. You have other business to attend to? We're busy. We were doing inter- intergalactic diplomacy. We got here as fast as we could. How how can we help you with this with this poachers matter? Um, so now that you guys have uh, crossed this and made contact with the person shooting at you, who reminds you that it, there are consequences for putting things off, um, the hamsters uh, disperse and kind of go back to their business, and you are greeted with the sight of the sharpshooter. Um, I'm going to put an icon down. He is a merfolk. Hey. Um, the kind of merfolk is uh, take needs some explanation though. So if we th- looks like a lionfish. Well, I guess Lauren can just <laughs> Lauren. Do you just want to? Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's for you. I do that every time, <laughs> every season. No, I mean you're right. It's exactly what I was gonna say. I just thought I love, like Austin's build up. Like, well, this is gonna take a lot of time to explain. <laughs> Lauren's just like, oh, it's a lionfish. He's like, you can never mind. I guess it doesn't. <laughs> Sorry. What I was going to say was, if you think of Dr. Adler as kind of a tropical fish with like uh, vibrant colors and elegant fins, uh, this is a merfolk of spines and kind of angles. It is, yes, just 100% a lionfish in the same way that um, Dr. Adler is specifically like, I don't know, a tropical fish. Is there a fish you had in mind? I know you there's a magic card whose art you were inspired by, but do you have a fish? Not particularly. A lot of people have been kind of like pulling out different ones that I really liked. So I'm kind of leaving it to the audience to kind of see whatever tropical fish they like that they kind of go for. But I was just thinking ones with a lot of like kind of like that neon blue that you can only really see from creatures that like live in the water. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm not going to leave any ambiguity. Everyone has to live in my world. It's a lionfish is the kind of fish that this humanoid creature is uh, obviously based on. Um, and he has poisonous spines and he has a hunting rifle, uh, which has the symbol of the park on it. It's just the, like the Hypatia wildlife preserve symbol on the butt of this, this, the sniper rifle, basically. And he has a, like a box full of tranquilizer darts sitting next to him. Um, and where he is sitting is probably the first thing you would have noticed if you hadn't been hidden behind a wall of hamsters uh, that did obscure your vision. Now that they have dispersed, you see something else here which is i don't know shocking is the right word you probably weren't expecting it i'm going to put a picture of it he is sitting on a mech dope <gasps> um th- this mech is in the river 
that you are going to need to follow. It is up to like its shoulders. So only the head is sticking out of the river and he is sitting on it like cross-legged. That's where he was sniping you from was the head of a mech. And I do need to probably spell out what a mech is. I assume most people know, but it's a giant robot, like several stories tall that is piloted from a cockpit in the chest. Um, obviously Gundam is the touchstone for most people. And that is about the size we're working with. Uh, so like, if you look up like the RX 78 statue, that's actually in Japan, uh, like that, um, this model, you all know, it, it's a, it's not a secret that mechs exist, but they are mostly for, uh, kind of boring stuff. Like they're not like cool, like they are in some stuff. Um, this is a Legrand Dalmatian is the name of this mech. Legrand is the company and Dalmatian is the model. It is a firefighting mech. They are used in f wooded areas, forests, and nature preserves to zip around and put out fires. Um, it is black and white, obviously. Uh, all Legrand mechs are named after dogs. All the different models are different breeds of dog. And the Dalmatian has a kind of water cannon on its arm that it uses to put out forest fires as it zips along the nature just doing its thing and it's in this river submerged up to like its shoulders and it is recharging its water cannon in in the river i just want to say that while we were talking about my conduit of, of uh planning conspiracy whatever that i joked about having a fucking mecca did you oh i did i don't think anybody heard me but i said it i was like oh maybe i'll just bring a mecca uh, all I want to say is I know it has no purpose for my character as they're set up. There is no justification for it. But all I want to do with season five of Dice Fight now is work out how to make it so that Liam Moira ends this season with a badass mech now. I don't know how or why, but that line has been drawn. <laughs> I would like to ask this individual what his true name is. <laughs> Why are you laughing? You don't even get the joke. <laughs> I just think it was like some wizard shit. <laughs> no, he said that because the picture I used is of a creature called the true name Nemesis. Oh, I'm thinking just like, you know, in like fantasy shit, they're like, don't let them know your true name. Ha ha. That's like more folk culture. We just, we give everyone fake names or something. I love fucking Gundams. Gundams are great. <laughs> I was building a Gundam model kit, like, literally the other day. It was great. I had one half finished to, to get finished. Yeah, the picture I'm using in the Roll20 is the White Glint from Armored Core, uh, the best From Software series. Suck at Dark Souls. Just kidding. I love Dark Souls. Um, But yeah, I will undoubtedly be using Gundam pictures before the season is over. Armored Core is the one where the president has a mech, right? <laughs> No, that is not Armored Core, although I love where your head's at. No, no that's Metal Wolf Chaos. Okay, ah, that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> no. Mad respect to From Software for Armored Core, which is a series that never, ever, ever improved its control scheme, <laughs> despite, you know. Yeah, I mean, I joke. Controls being modernized. I joke. I love Armored Core, but obviously Bloodborne is their best game. Anyway, um, <laughs> nobody knows what you're talking about. I'm so confused. You play the president, and the vice president is evil, and so you have to fight him in a mech, and it's based, it's based off of, I believe, Dick Cheney is the villain, basically. Oh, boy. It was made in a different time. Anyway, there's, there is a lionfish merfolk sitting on the head of a Gundam in this river. Wow, I just heard myself say that. What a cool season. <laughs> I, I do actually want to ask what the person's name is, though. The name's Kaiser, Conduit of Equality. How are y'all? 
It's October, you know what that means. Ooh. I'm gonna suck that spooky dick. Yep. yep. <laughs> All right. Are you though? I feel like you talk a big game. All right, you wanna talk about credits for October 2018? Oh my God, is it eight? No, it can't be right. Is it 2018? Oh my God, it is. I'm so sorry about mortality. Um, So music, that's the thing we gotta talk about. And then people who support the show on Patreon, that's another thing. Am I buying time to find my files? Yes, of course. Lauren, how are you? Um, I'm ready for <laughs> Hall- Halloween. I was gonna say death, but I said Halloween instead. <laughs> All right, that's not the right file. Why is <laughs> Austin? You're not ready. I am ready. No, I have. Okay, here are the music credits for October. We have Your Reality, Future Based Remix from Doki Doki Literature Club by The Musical Whoa. Ghost. We have Morning Thinker, an arrangement of Thinker from Armored Core 4 by Overclocked Remix. And we have The Sound of the Galaxy, an arrangement of Freedom's Progress from Mass Effect by Whoa. Overclocked Remix. Thank you. Wow. I was ready. Yeah, you are ready. You're always ready. All right. You know what else I'm ready for? I'm ready for the executive producers for October. All right. The executive producers for October 2018 are... Boo, it's spooky. Boo. Uh, boo is not uh, an executive producer. No. I was trying to scare Lauren. Thanks. Uh, Joseph Tombrello. Extellaris. Random one person. Jade's nasty mothman fic. Trapped in Austin's boyfriend brig. <laughs> it's going to be one of those months. <laughs> Duh. Devin, conduit of evolution. That's not spooky at all. Thank you, Devin. Brent, doki doki is okie doki. Goki goatly. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking Bojack Horseman. Yeah. The Cult of Gorfinax. Paul Mullen. Savarden Akrasimova. Toshiro Kuro, editor of Attack on Dice. Brendan Williams. Possum Kingdom Refugee. Dr. Goatman. Andrew Grothen. Levy, the young conduit of Not Mad, Just Disappointed. Francois V. Kevin Dobbins. Robert Dakin. Anthony, patron of Dora. Oh, oh hey. How deep does that rabbit hole go? Um, deep. Morgan Rapp. Christina, conduit of a penguin in a spooky costume itself. Oh, that's the best conduit. Jay Poirier. Oh, no. You're in trouble now. What'd I do? You're in trouble. You messed the whole name up. <laughs> I feel like it's Poirot, but instead of Poirot, it's Poirier. I don't know. I- I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they, no, they like it when we mess it up. It doesn't. It doesn't make them sad at all. Jesse Roshan, anime Jesus. I feel like there's a contradiction there. I feel like I feel like Jesus would be disappointed in anime. There's an anime with Jesus in it. It's really good. Oh yeah, you keep trying to get me to watch that. Fucking watch it. Andy Harkins, Kaylee Sharer, Drowned Summer on Twitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna put that's your. I hope mm. smart. Okay. Yeah, just plug your Twitch channel. Uh, Shane Sedgwick. John Beresford. Donning Frost. Daria Morgan. Shane Ware, conduit of ethical hedonism itself. Normal Company. It's the Normal Company. They're back. That's an inside joke of my other podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, bitch. It's on. Raynard, the conduit of so stoned. Parentheses come at me. I'm coming. <laughs> Travis McElroy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. All the all of the patrons are getting together, and soon it's just going to be nothing but other podcasters in here. Uh, meow, Moiselle. Matthew Schultz. Melody the Gay Shark. Ian Morgan. There's another Morgan. There's How so many? many. There's dozens of us. <laughs> uh, Rain, conduit of wetness herself. Oh, no. No, well, is Rain wet, or does Rain make you wet? That's a deep philosophical Come question. Come on. Aaliyah. 
Eddie, conduit of what the hap is fucking. Fair enough. Fubar. Brittany and Jermaine Walls, dual conduits of senseless bickering. Roommate mood. Yeah. Ashley, no. Just Ashley. I, I gave that like a spooky Halloween inflection because it's supposed to be like, Ashley, no. Just Ashley. But I was like, Ashley, no. Please. <laughs> Ashley, please. Uh, Griffon McAlroy. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> All right. Sam Zdenowitz. S. Kearney. John Carey. Not that one. That I added that. They didn't write that. Yeah. Joseph Mavero, the unsexy arrow. Fully automated gay space communism. <laughs> Keller Automat. Ebron, the boy that lived. Exos. Ophite. Transient passerby. Ink drop, the chondra, conduit of ooze. Emma, conduit of already have a skele- having a skeleton inside you, parentheses, unless you're a, and then it gets cut off. <laughs> Ran out of characters, at least on my sheet. Sometimes it do be like that. Oops. Ooh, boy. Justin Berthesel, conduit of ooh itself. Good conduit. Mm-hmm. Special shout out to Resvita's new orchid, which is just totally adorable. I bet it is. Happy wedding month, Jay. Love always, K. Just messages. Just messages are sponsoring the show now. Bloody Ronnie's pangolins. It does. Syretha, let me see what you have. A knife! No! No! (laughs) (laughs) That's a good video. Julian Phillips. Lindsay Pankhurst. Jeff Clark. Lauren Cates. Counterfeit. Jay Clough. Richard G. Coles. Kiefer Lowe, conduit of skeletons, parentheses, no bones, no bones about, about it. About it. <laughs> should we pro- should I pronounce the parentheses? I, I do. Like- I feel like it gives it that extra je ne sais quoi. Okay, I'm trying to claw this up, so. Uh corn. Dragon in the server room. That seems like a bad idea. That's next season. Oh no, Dr. Tao. Sean Lyons Burke. <laughs> Please vote on November 6th or else get ready to be poor forever. Yep, sorry, that's how that works. Uh, yep. Matthias Lakeets. Janiac, form of tentacles, so many tentacles, and cephalopod arms. That's a season. Harley Astor. Andrew Fallu, conduit of mediocrity itself. Oof, words are hard today. They sure are. Puck, conduit of large ambitions, but poor follow-through. Okay. Fuck, you can't just call me out on the credits, you guys. Just Puck, just completely destroying her from space. Just orbital missile drop. Um, butcher my name, Nicolopolis. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a Unicode error. That's why I pronounce those symbols. I know, it's just sometimes Adobe eats stuff and spits it out as garbled gibberish. I hope that was intentional garbled gibberish is all I'm saying. Oh. Next credit, Laura K. Buzzsaw, parentheses, psycho killer. Kiss, kiss, say. Okay. Did he play that? You just went to a concert. Uh, no, he didn't. He did play the one whose name I just forgot a minute ago. Same as it ever was. Once in a Lifetime is the name of that song. Yeah, that one. And also Burning Down the House. Oh, okay. So just just the hits. Except for Psycho Killer. Yeah. I was sitting there waiting for it. And I was like, come on. Jerry, Conduit of Shipping. And apparently that also makes me a god. Uh, Jaspel, Conduit of Scary Fluffiness. Cats. Yeah. John Barnett. <laughs> Creepy Cucumber. Ooh. <laughs> Hustle Bones. That one was already <laughs> Halloween-y. Yeah, they got grandfathered in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Killer Cotton Shizno. Nicholas Dominic. Isaac Aravalo. The spoopiest yam. Wow, I love a, I love a Halloween yam. Mm-hmm. Anna Michael. If you think about it, pumpkins are kind of just Halloween yams. Yeah, love a gourd. Andrew Birmingham. 
Douglas Douglas Williamson. Scott Goings. Oh, I guess. Because <laughs> he's usually Scott Cummings. Oh, Good. our fans. Uh, Z23619. Quench the Void. Also kind of spooky. Yeah. Vizzy Huggles. Keep up the great work, y'all. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Jay Logan, Conduit of Queerness itself. The cast of Dungeons the Gathering. Notorious Stoltz. Victoria Melito. Scotty Philhard. Aline. Majin. Crit Follows. Extremely good. Einar Johansson. Carter Rayner. Your major tem is evolving. Oh no, into what? Something spookier, one assumes. Matt Boo, be scare. <laughs> yeah. Jorgen, conduit of name butchering Wine McFord. I read a Zandra light novel and transformed into a patron. I feel like you you missed out on being part of the light novel generation by like a year at most. That was totally like right after you. Oh, so that's why I get confused because it I was after my time. I'm mm-hmm. old now, I guess. I guess. Razumi Yazura. Albert West. Ken Fersel. Eleanor Nonantesi's Periton. Scott Cummings. Wait. Wait. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, we got fucking played. Wait, does that mean that someone else <laughs> did a joke? Are you guys that? talking to each other in the fucking names? <laughs> what if they all get together and tell a story? Oh. How fucking wild would that be? That's some crazy shit. Uh-huh. Uh, Starlight Glimmer did nothing wrong. Juman Jack-O-Lantern. Mel, having to pronounce my name <laughs> is scary enough to teach. Listen, we live in fear. Arshin DeConing. Grimlock. John Potts. Noah Sudret. Ziphosaurus. Elderly Goose. Salad Child. Seraph Stone. Caster UK. Aki Savalinen. The Paladin's Wife. Florian H. The Abyss. <laughs> Whispering back at those who stare. All right, well. Whoa, very spooky. Now I'm scared. Uh, Junk 2.0. The Hatzels. Melissa Nielsen. Dawn. Pruitt Holcomb. Artemis BJJ Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Bristol. Shanus. Dennis Pancake Detlefson. Miko from Finland. Dennis Bankston. Josh Mojer. Indigo Van Dane. Alice in the Purple. Sydney Marzing. Just a jester. Brady, conduit of failed murder. Please don't admit to crimes. Brady. 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 Not here. <laughs> don't tell us. We can't keep a secret. They're gonna they're gonna play this in court and I'm gonna be so embarrassed. They're gonna subpoena us. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. Brady, do better. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty Foe. <laughs> James Neely. Marissa Donaldson. M. Joe. Lana Seawolf. Lana Seawolf. I thought it was Lana. I feel like you say something different every month. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I say it right every month, and then you correct me a different way every month. Toby Gleason Stack. Matthew Weber. Oh, I figured it out. Thanks, Austin and Lauren. Because mm-hmm, last week I was, how do you change your name? Cameron oh. uh, Cameron Abbas. <laughs> Dylan. Anna. Sean, the host of Functum Plays. Harrison Andrew. Christopher Charlow. Vigar Arnston. Cody Jackson. August Rue. The Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Marietta, Georgia. Luke Powers. Hedron Master. Erwin Lilla. It's very French. Le Lagudec. Michael Hall. Ingmar Gremmen. <sighs> we did it. We escaped from this haunted house of names. Ooh. Anything else? Uh, thanks to all the animals on the podcast. I feel like Conrad's cats aren't pulling their weights. No, uh, one of them meowed, remember? 
Yeah, but where's the drama? Where's the scrim? Yeah, we need some really forceful screaming from the cats. Anyway, we're on all kinds of stuff. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube. Like and subscribe and all that good jazz. I'm at patreon.com slash Austin Yorsky. That's how you get on that list. Chris, patreon.com slash weekly manga recap. Laura is at Laura K Buzz everywhere and kotaku.co.uk. Conrad Zimmerman is everywhere. He has a new podcast called Of Horse which is about BoJack Horseman. Oh. He's also on uh, Movie Boys, which is not what that podcast is called. Uh, spin doc- Spinoff Doctors is the name of it. They call it Movie Boys on the show, so that's confusing. Oh, okay. I was like, well, Movie Boys is a great name. It is, and that's what they call it when they're recording, but it's not the name of the show if you're trying to find it. Um- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lauren, you're nowhere, really. I'm just on Twitter. Yell at me. Please don't yell at me. Please, she's sensitive. Please, my Lauren, she's very sick. <laughs> yeah, I am. Sketch.bandcamp.com dash slash sketch. Slash bandcamp slash dot slash sketch. Yeah, he's around. He's not on the show anymore, but he does uh some uh, stuff behind editing the scenes. Or whatever. No, you do the editing. He does stuff. He does. A lot stuff. of editing goes into the show, y'all. God, there's so much. It's a full time job. It's mostly my fault. Yeah. You're welcome. She refuses to speak up, and we have to go in there with a fucking microscope and fix her audio. I think I'm screaming, but I'm small, so I guess I'm not. You know what the real terror of October is? Audio editing. Oh, I thought you said the continuance of existence, but... Oh, no, the crushing psychological weight of being alive. Definitely a second. Yeah. But audio editing first. Somebody make that into a Halloween costume. (laughs) Ooh. Ooh.